This episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is sponsored by ArtLogic. ArtLogic provides integrated technology solutions for the art world. ArtLogic works with galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide, offering an inventory management system, websites, and apps. To receive a 10% discount on selected ArtLogic products, visit www.artlogic.net slash podcast. That's www.artlogic.net slash podcast to receive a 10% discount now. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're joined by Kenneth Schlenker, co-founder and CEO of Artlist, a startup online private art sales website. Kenneth, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much, Adam, for having me. For our listeners who are new to Artlist, can you walk us through the experience of buying and selling on your site? Yeah, sure. Artlist uh, is an online marketplace for private art sales. Uh, So basically, it's a website on which collectors can buy uh, and sell works of fine art directly. Uh, They can do that privately and confidentially. So as opposed to a live bidding platform, uh, it's extremely flexible uh, in the sense that you can list or unlist a work that you want to sell at any time. Um, It's fixed price and you can negotiate each price. Uh, We also take a flat 10% commission um, and we secure payments and uh, transportation to make sure that that it works very well and you don't have to worry about that. Um, And today we we have uh, close to $40 million worth of inventory on the website. That's about uh, 1,500 artworks and they range from say a limited edition print um, by Alexander Calder that could be worth $2,000 all the way to um, maybe an Oscar Murillo painting at $80,000 and it goes up to, uh, say, you know, Rush, Robert Rauschenberg original painting at $700,000. So really um, ranging from $1,000 to $1 million and it's a platform on which you can freely buy and sell art directly from collector to collector. There's been so much buzz in the art world about utilizing Instagram to sell art. Artlist seems to be doing it as well as anyone. Tell us about how you use Instagram to help sell the art on your site and how effective has this tool been so far for you guys? Yeah, sure. I mean, Instagram is a very interesting platform uh, for us and I think for for the art world in general in the sense that uh, it's where a lot of uh, the conversation around art happens today. Um, So we built an Instagram account. Actually, it's probably the first thing that we did when we started Artlist a year and a half ago as a way to talk about the paintings that we were selling uh, and also as a way to target specifically collectors that were interested in these paintings. And what ends up happening is you find a lot of the collectors um, that are using Instagram as a way to talk about their collection. So they post works from their collection and they use hashtags to, um, uh, uh, to pinpoint artists from their collection. Um, and this is how they uh, talk to the world about the, the collection that they have. Um, so, you know, for us, it was an interesting way to identify collectors that could be interested in participating in Artlist. Um, and now we post several times a day um, artworks that we have for sale, but also very interesting works that we find from Instagram. And what's interesting is it's not only uh, the, the usual suspects that you could find at top galleries or auction houses. We also find on Instagram some emerging artists um, that are not necessarily very well known you know, in the gallery and auction circuits um, and that we think are very interesting. And so we highlight them and, you know, sometimes it helps start their career and, and um, it helps other collectors learn about them. So it's just a very, very interesting platform on which a lot is happening for discovery of new artists, for 
uh, and also for uh, for the commerce of art. Yeah, with Instagram and the hashtags, and it's gained so much traction. It's it's almost kind of like an underground different art scene that's happening. Is it? Would you say there's people that are involved there that uh, are there are people that are vo- that are in the traditional art world that don't seem to have caught on yet? While there's a bunch of buzz surrounding Instagram and finding artists and just tell us about the scene kind of on Instagram and how it compares to traditional art scene. Yeah, I think there's the community of uh, a collector. We could talk about, you know, like an Instagram generation uh, uh, collector that are really, really using Instagram actively. And those people, some of them are, you know, already uh, clients of, say, top galleries and, you know, will be in Art Basel, Miami this week, um, are kind of already on the circuit. But a lot of them are not. A lot of them um, start collecting um, through uh, other means and end up being very active through Instagram. And, and for them, it's really useful um, to you know, to be able to, on Instagram, discover new artists and discover potential uh, acquisitions that can be made. It's also like another interesting element of this community is that how much, you know, how social it is. The art world is always social and collecting is always social. And, uh, you know, I guess it used, it used to happen more in events and, and people meeting in person. And you have the same kinds of things that are happening now on Instagram is, you know, people are just commenting on work. Uh, a collector may say, oh, I love this piece. Or they may say, they may comment something like, oh, I tried to buy a similar piece at this gallery and they wouldn't let me. Um, or, uh, you know, they could give strong opinions on the other end saying, like, oh, this is a total knockoff of this artist and I don't like it for this reason. Um, so there's a lot of conversation that's happening uh, uh, on Instagram that that um, that is very interesting to follow. And, and I think if you, if as a dealer, as a collector, you, you, you really become well-versed in, in, uh, in that language and, and the way people use Instagram, you can, you can really use that as your, to your advantage. So, um, so it's certainly, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating place, uh, to go. You, when you walked us through initially, uh, art list and how you buy and sell, you said that sellers have the option to consign works that remain hidden initially until the seller decides on a case-by-case basis to reveal the actual artwork to potential buyers. This seems to have made Artlist a great site, especially for collectors who may be interested in selling artworks by younger artists whom the consigners may not want the primary galleries to be aware that they're trying to sell. I'm curious, is this something that you are trying to provide the market with by offering this feature? Or what are your thoughts on the fact that Artlist is serving this market to an extent? Yeah, I mean, listen, we... We, we observe the way uh, the market happens today, uh, which is that a lot of people are, are selling the art that they own. Um, a lot of people are reselling art that they've purchased at the gallery, sometimes a couple of years, sometimes a couple of months after they bought it at the gallery initially. The way it happened before Artlist was people... Uh, used art advisors uh, and uh, email as the main way of sharing images of their work um, and uh, potentially making sales. We don't think that's a great idea for a number of reasons. One, it's not very secure. Two, you don't really know if you can trust the person who you're selling it to even to pay you uh, and and to make sure that the work doesn't have any specific issues. So what we're we're trying to do is really make the current system uh, incrementally better uh, by an order of magnitude to make it much more secure uh, and, and to make it a much better place to buy or sell art. So what there is, there are a number of emerging artists that are being sold on Artlist. Um, 
all of them are artists that have already been featured and already been sold at auction. So we don't have artists that are not you know, sold at auction or that don't already have a secondary market. Um, but we do have some of that. There's also many more, you know, very much more established artists. We do have some emerging artists, but we think that uh, by going through us as opposed to going to through the other ways of selling uh, of selling art, you can actually make sure to uh, that this process becomes is more secure than uh, than going uh, than going independently or through advisors uh, to make to make private sales. So. We're not. There's no specific judgment on our side to say you know you shouldn't be selling this uh, because it's too early. What we want to do is we want to provide a system that's better than the existing. We've seen so many art e-commerce websites pop up and successfully receive investing in the last few years. You're operating in this space. Is this a very small subsection of the broader tech bubble we're seeing across the country, or do you believe something different is occurring here within the art world? Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. There's a ton of websites, uh, a ton of very well-funded websites. There's a lot of venture capital investment that went into those websites. And that, you know, that, that, that is actually, I think that is a bubble in the sense that there, there are, there is too much money that went into, into those companies. Um, so we're different in a number of ways. First of all, we didn't take money from venture capital. Um, you know, we, we want to make sure to build a product that really corresponds to market need and that can actually generate revenue before we decide to you know scale the business um and that's a lot of uh, that's something that a lot of others you know, haven't necessarily done um and so that's that's the first thing and, and the second thing is we really believe that artlist can be a tool uh that will one day be used by anyone who wants to buy or sell art we don't have much more ambition beyond that. It's already a really big one, but it's really it is a tool, a transactional tool, um, to help buy and sell in a way that's much more secure, much faster, uh, and much more transparent than the existing ways. A lot of other art websites have much broader goals, ranging from doing editorial to you know an intelligent recommendation system like Artsy. Um, or you know to uh, uh, replicate a, a live auction model, for instance, Battle Eight, and we don't have that kind of ambition. We we have an ambition where it's it's really focusing on a specific tool. So, in a way, we're different. But the other part of the question, you know, relating to the bubble, I think you you have to think a little bit broader that the art market, say, is today, you know depending on the estimates, $60 billion in annual transactions, the art market will likely triple um, within the next uh, 15 years by, by, by 2030. So the, the, there is a lot of space um, for new companies to emerge uh, and to take, a significant, uh, to take a significant market share. And in fact, the way the market is going to expand, that is in part fueled by e-commerce websites because it makes... It, it makes it really easier for people to be able to buy art, for new people to be able to buy art. Um, and so th there, there, it's very likely that you know, art e-commerce websites, and you know, we really think Artlist will, uh, will take a very significant portion of this new market that's expanding, uh, that's expanding today. You have no buyer's premium, and I believe it's a 10% seller's fee. Why did you go so low relative to others, and do you think that's a sustainable business model? Yeah, it's a 
it's a very bold move on our side. I mean, 10% is low uh, compared by any standards. Like if you take auction houses, you know, the range between 25 all the way to up to 40%. If you add buyers and, and, and sellers commission, um, uh, you know, I believe uh, our competitors, say Battle 8, are in and around uh, 22, 23%. Um, and so 10% is, is significantly lower. The reason for that is... Uh, again, the fact that we really we want to build a tool, a transactional tool, um, and let buyers and sellers uh, do the rest. So you know, sellers really independently decide uh, uh, when they want to list something, when they want to take it down. Um, they'll independently negotiate with the buyers directly. Um, so we think it's a much more lightweight tool that a lot more people can use. And by the way, the by, by doing this, by taking only 10% as opposed to like 25%, uh, we get many more interesting participants that, in our marketplace, including, you know, say, art advisors that act on behalf of their clients and that want to list something. Uh, they'd be willing to give us 10%. Uh, and, you know, dealers as well, even though we don't have many today, we, that's, a, that's a very big uh, market for us that we're, that we're expanding. Uh, and they'd be happy to give 10%, uh, which is a s relatively small portion of their commission in exchange for new clients. Uh, uh, for new clients, uh, and on the buyer side, you know what's great is you know you know transparently that you're buy you're only paying 10%, and you know that you know you are that that that, that is the price, and that's it, and that's transparent. Um, and that's not the case in you know all of the others uh, where. Uh, you don't know what you're paying. You don't know what the commission structure is. It's much higher end, but you don't really know exactly what it is. Um, so we think that if we can, ha we can really significantly, um, you know, that we'll, we think we will be able to maintain 10% as we uh, vastly expand uh, our volume and, uh, and take a significant share of the market. And lastly, what would you say is the single biggest challenge that Artlist faces moving forward as you start to mature? Yeah, it's a big question. It's um, obviously there are a lot. <laughs> it's it's hard uh, to start a business, any business. Um, but what, but we're we're extremely encouraged by uh, by by what we've seen so far, and by the growth, the inventory of collectors and, and the sales we've been able to make. Still, the biggest challenge in this market specifically is to win uh, the trust of the collector. You know, when you're uh, facing competition by, in our case, um, Christie's and Sotheby's that are companies that have been around for 250 years and that dominate the secondary art market in a, in a way which is duopolistic. They own two-thirds of the market. Um, those people, the two companies have a brand that inspires trust uh, in, uh, in, in, a, in a large way. Not always justified, but but it but it but it inspires trust. So, as a younger company, we need to make sure that that we um, that we inspire trust. Uh, and so, we're working very very hard on this. Uh, first, by being transparent on pricing. Um, second, by making sure uh, we follow through on, on on our on our promises with collectors. And then, you know, lastly, um, something we're very actively working on and 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 have been very successful so far. Uh, making sure that we sell works that are at the right price and that are without any 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 problems, authenticity-wise and condition-wise. And so um, this is this is the biggest challenge. There are some very exciting updates actually coming very soon on that last part. Um, 
that I, I can't yet comment on, but that, that will be available uh, very, very soon um, to make sure that we, as a one-and-a-half-year-old brand, can be on par with Christie's and Sotheby's that have been around for 250 years old in terms of trust. Kenneth, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and talking to us about Artlist, as well as the online art market in general. Uh, it was great to hear perspective on things. And if our listeners want to check out Artlist, which I recommend they do, what's the website they, they can go to? Sure. The website is artlist.co. There's no M at the end. It's artlist.co. And if you happen to be on Instagram and want to follow us there, our handle is artlistco uh, altogether. So I'd Really look forward to, uh, to, to hearing from you. And if you want to write me an email directly, you can also, any question, uh, kenneth.artlist.co. I'll be very happy to answer. Thanks so much, Adam. Great. Thanks a lot, Kenneth. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by ArtLogic, providing integrated technology solutions for the art world. ArtLogic works with galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide, offering an inventory management system, websites, and apps. To receive a 10% discount on selected ArtLogic products, visit www.artlogic.net slash podcast. So, whether you're a gallery, artist, or a collector, you can take advantage of this offer by visiting artlogic.net slash podcast.